Hey, We Sound Crazy podcast listeners, this is episode 14, Power Outage. Why is it called Power Outage? Because the power literally went out in the middle of recording this episode. We have a pretty important special guest this episode, and we were hoping things would go smoothly, but Mother Nature was not feeling us. Nevertheless, we made the best of a very crazy situation, and it turned out to be one of our favorite episodes so far. Check it out. I like yeah. how we starting. I like how we fucking starting. Come on. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it. Screams from the haters. Got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. Hey, welcome hey. back. He's- Hey, that's, a, that's how you kick it off. Nigga. Yeah, exactly. We ain't coming to play today. We are not playing today. Look, Kanye West on the Trizac Power. Yeah, man. And Kelly Rowling. Yeah, K Rowling. K Rowling. What's good, man? Too, What's man. good? Another week of we sound crazy. Man. We sound crazy. Ever so crazy. Ever so yeah, crazy. Billionaire in the building, baby. Billionaire right here at Billionaire. You know Chuck Harmony is always in the building. You feel me? King King Petty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody called me Petty the other day. They did. Yeah, a city winery. They did? Yeah. Oh, shit. It was like, you petty on the podcast. I'm like, what you talking about, man? I mean, if the truth is petty, then so be it. I'm this not is, petty. This is, this I'm is, me. This is Claude Kelly, no relation to Rob. Wow. <laughs> so now you're distancing yourself no, I'm, from I'm, your cousin. I, no, I'm, I'm just saying there's many Kellys. You know what I'm saying? I salute the Kellys. And last but not least. Mr. Timon Bacon from Bacon. That was smooth this week, Timon. That nigga sound like the quiet shit. storm and shit. <laughs> Listen, this sound like Donnie guy. Simpson and shit. <laughs> This day I'm tequila. <laughs> tequila has taken over the podcast. Tequila. 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 Absolutely. But we do have a special guest this week. Do we not? Look pretty special to me. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who's, who's just sitting in the seat right here? Hell <laughs> no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got our homie, our Nashville resident. Entrepreneur, yeah, yeah, I know some NFL shit, but we gonna talk. We going beyond that today, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's yeah, what we going. Yeah, yeah. Cortland Finnegan's in the building. Cortland Finnegan, Finnegan yeah. is in the building, and the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. Man, hold up, hold up. I think he got um theme music. I'm sorry, my, my you bad. Got some theme music. Oh, he got he got his own that. theme music and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's how we yeah. doing it. Wow. So that's that's the theme music. It's the theme music. It's <laughs> Always. The theme music. We Cortland, welcome, brother, to We Thank Sound you. Crazy. Thank you, good man. Man, I'm just uh just thankful, man. I just when we walked in today, when I walked in today, I'm just blown away by just how much motivation is in this building. So Gentlemen, thank you for oh, having the man that doesn't know yeah. much. <laughs> oh, Tell me, you know man. what I'm saying? To surround yourself with just people like this right here, it's, uh, I'm excited about today. So yeah, it's gonna be awesome, yeah. dude. So let me let me kick off by saying, y'all, I, y'all see me on Instagram and social media. I post about the spot juice bar. 
that our, our brother Cortland owns it. I, I find myself in pretty often. We all frequent there actually. Yeah, Timon, you, we gotta get you get mm-hmm. you in the building. But so we were talking about. Um, There's always one black man just lagging behind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, come it's on, one. come on, Timon, keep up. But I love that spot. I just want to say this. Like I really do. Like I won't go to no other juice bar. Me neither. I mean, salute. Love. Salute. So on some that's entrepreneur love. tip. Cordless yeah, salute, yeah, yeah. brother. That, that's a big. That, that's Thank why you. we we got to show love Brothers to each other. Yeah, yeah. But I during that time, that. I saw Cortland in the on the, uh, the spot. He talked about crucial conflict. He did crucial conflict. <laughs> what year was that? Like what? 95, 96? That's when I first was allowed to listen to rap music. So yeah, yeah. ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, it had to be. What does it feel? Uh, ninety six. Thank you. Yeah, mm. come on. The final, the final tick is the, the name final tick. Right? Yeah, final tick. Wow. The aficionado. I didn't own that album. No, but you know the details. I, yeah, I remember that video. Yo, play that shit, yeah. man. Play that. Take it from the tippy again. Yeah. You want yeah one more time. One more time. One time. One time. I had dreads back then. I was just. You had dreads. Oh yeah. They were literally in the barn, right? They were like, shit, boy. That was good. The video. Yeah, I remember that video. Are they still making music? That's a good damn question. Oh, you know what? They, they, hell they, no. They, <laughs> <laughs> we sound crazy. What kind of records made you who you are, my dude? Yeah, like it, it would all be hip hop, man. Just yeah. you know, as you come up playing football with a single parent mom. I think that's the aggression thing. So they yeah. said, you know, babies are made to R&B and love songs. Yeah. So crisscross was my, like, you know, you know everything to the back. Yeah. I missed <laughs> yeah, the yeah, bus. Yeah. I missed I mean, the bus. Yeah, the, Ow. Cat still got the uh, little cuts in the eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From crisscross. Yeah. I'm telling you. Young Cortland wearing his clothes backwards. Right. Hey, that was a diss to ABC, right? That was a diss to another bag. Yeah. Do people what? know that? You know that? I did not know that. Yeah. So another bag creation was a uh, Michael Bivens group. Yeah. Okay. And Criss Cross. They call was him another bad little fad. Another bad little fad. Yeah. God, and Criss Cross was Jermaine Dupri's group. Now, that's some they were petty two shit. kids group. That's petty shit. Yeah. <laughs> <That's petty shit. laughs> Beefing, and so they said, "Don't try." In in their hit, in their number one hit record, they said, "Don't try to compare us to another bad little fad." So, so Jermaine Dupri used to write all the music and produce it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really. Wow. Dope. The other reason why he started so with that? Because of Criss Cross? Yeah, because of, of that Criss Cross check. Wait, hold on. So Criss Cross came out before? Yeah. They were on Rough House. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rough House Records. So they weren't so so deaf? No, no, they were Rough House. It was distributed by Columbia, which also ultimately distributed so so deaf. But yeah, they weren't signed to Rough House. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Rough House also put out The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. I know that. Yeah. And the Fuji's. So what you're saying is that technically, Chris Cross and Lauren Hill could have done a duet? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. We sound crazy! Corlin, yeah. right. NFL season's back, man. As, you, you... I'm not even involved. Nah, man. <laughs> I only, no, real talk. I, only, I have three kids, and they're all young right now. So, you know, when you spend so much time in ball where, where wifey's taking care of the kids, now it's kind of her time to shine. And yeah. so I get that. Oh. So I don't even get to watch TV, bro. Wow. It's just, shit. so, I mean, football, nah. It's wow. So you don't yeah. watch football at all? Never. You don't miss it? Never. <laughs> really? Because, I mean, you could compete in other things in life. I think, okay. that, I think that's the biggest Good. thing you, you miss 
from football. People are like, what's up? You know, what do you miss? And I'm like, you miss the guys, but you can find that just by like a different array of people as you grow and, uh, and things you want to do. And then, but I think just the camaraderie is cool. But when you can actually like compete, like still in the weight room and basketball, being a better father, like there's so many things I can compete in now and yeah. take that same amount of energy mm-hmm. and I'll try to better myself. And so that's kind of why I take football and how everything kind of translates for me. But I don't really get in, I don't really get involved like that, B. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's tomorrow's surprising. Cool. Tomorrow's a get rid of all your football questions, man. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> no, hey, scratch that from your agenda tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I still know a little bit now. <laughs> I, I watch the game from time to time when I when I can. So. You got a favorite team? I know. I mean, you always been a Steelers fan. Mm. But but mm. I started to really really love him when Mike Tomlin got there. Like okay. his yeah. brother, like he was always the one. Like when things was going down, he would always take it on the chin. So I appreciated him as a coach and like as a player's coach. So I've always loved the Steelers. Just the hard nosed, grimy, in your face kind of deal. So yeah, Steelers all day. Steelers. All right, so let me ask you this question: When you were playing, right? And you could pick any crucial time you want because there's been many crucial times in your in your in your football career. Yeah. But name a song that you associate like with getting you amped. Man. When it mattered. Like 2008 Pro Bowl. Right. Man, it had to be some hype. I mean, get on my level. Knuck if you buck. Knuck if you buck. I mean, like you gotta understand, like football is a violent game, so you need something that's gonna keep. So, like my whole like now, I'm starting to listen to slow music as things slow down. You got kids, but I think you know my adult life, it was all like, let's go. Before him now was Bone Crusher now. I don't know if you remember, but yeah, when he got that trunk. <laughs> I did a session with Bone Crusher. Hold on. You wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Chuck Harmony worked with Bone Crusher. Yeah, a long time ago. Did, did it ever come out? Hell no, it didn't come out. <laughs> what was that like? It, it was crazy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he is himself. The only, only crazy part I remember, his car broke down. When he was leaving the studio. <laughs> Phil, come on, man. <laughs> I didn't stop so, I, either. No, because I'm like, that he was in a car. Yeah. What do you... And, and no, I'm just saying... Like, it, it wasn't a big car either. <laughs> this is why I get in trouble every week. Petty. <laughs> no, I'm just saying... But no, really think about Bone Crusher in a car. I want you to just... Uh, As opposed to what? A SUV. SUV. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't say what kind of car it was. Yeah, I was gonna ask what kind of car it was. <laughs> it, was, was it was a smaller car, actually. Was it a Ford Escort? No, it was something like a Honda something. If you don't uh-huh. a Civic. <laughs> a Civic. <laughs> something like that for yeah. sure. Corner said a little hatchback. <laughs> I can see bone crash. It broke now. down, man. I felt bad. That was crazy. Did you hear Mirage? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm outside of the club.
I was like, why is this the clean version? You know what? People don't give the crunk era enough credit. Yeah, I used to play that shit at church. But y'all know he was signed to Jermaine Dupree. He was signed to Jermaine Dupree. So-so deaf Arista. Chuck said he used to play it at church. I was yeah, just saying, I'm going, I was going to gloss over it, man. <laughs> I did, man. I want, I want to know how, how, how you feel, RCA inspirational. <laughs> feel about the fact that on a Sunday in the sanctuary, they were interpolating. No, you know how the music. Crusher. You know how you know musicians be trying to put the little latest mm-hmm. songs in, in their shit during the Sunday service, so the <laughs> the young kids be be turned up. Out. They be turned up on that shit. Nope. <laughs> I right. used to love and the pastors be knowing it too. Yeah, crazy. So, Courtney, you on your entrepreneur tip now, man? Like, yeah. how many stores? How many locations? And walk For, us through. What's nah, the- forty-eight stores, juice bar. Um, wow. I think year five when I was looking for like what's next, what's life after football? Because you mm. got to plan ahead. Right. Um, I walked into a store the day my my daughter was born, and it was a healthy little spot. Some friends were telling me about it, whatever. And uh, I walk in and I fall in love immediately. Not because of the product, because of the people. Yeah. Like mm. I'm real, like about serving. Mm. Um, and so the lady was just over the top nice. I was like, well, they just opened. I get that, but I went back every day. Mm. Just like I mean, you guys made you know Frankfurt Juice Bar a lot, but I went every day. I was dropping like forty. I was like, man, I love this spot. So probably like two months after, I was giving, I'm like, sweetie, if y'all ever want to take this one store and like let's just grow big, let's do it. And uh, she's like, okay. Man, about six months later, fast forward, uh, she gives me a call. She's like, I'm ready. I'm like, boy, look at God. Because <laughs> <laughs> the same kind of relationship that I had with her, uh-huh. other people were having. in that store of like 900 square feet in one year did $1.8 million Whoa. in juices and smoothies. And it wasn't because we were better than any person. Or this lady, she wasn't better at the time than any She was just loving on people. Mm, like yeah, that's man. infectious, man. Because yeah, there's so man. much we got going on, and she wanted to know more and more about you. The more and more you came in, so I was like, if I ever want to be attached to something, like doing it the right way, I want to be a part of this. And so, her name's Vui. And the next, you know, forty-eight stores later, I'm just blessed to know she's opened up a restaurant since then. Now we own three restaurants called Vui's Kitchen. We took that and ran off and ran a, a store in Memphis, like a little grocery slash food store, city silo. So. They just keep growing and growing different concepts. We got a pizza concept gonna come out. We got a lot of stuff in the works and it's just, I just fell in love with somebody who was loving on people. Mm. Yeah. And she kind of felt, you know, energy, yeah. she felt that back and uh, man, she let me be a business partner and it's like, it's just, it's been incredible just to learn from her. I think early in my life, I tried another business venture and I failed and I realized God has sent me to kind of serve people first See, when money, wow. when money walks in a room, God mm. usually walks out. Mm. And that's what that's kind of what I've been dealing with when it came to my first thing. I was like, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to start balling. I got right. this idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get stanky. Rich. I'm going to stunt <laughs> so hard on right, right, boys. Right. And uh, I mean, I, like that was the first time in my life I really failed at something. Mm. And I thought I was going to be like, fire. I'm like, I got a good product. People like me. I can sell it. People stand behind me because they fool. Nah, it wasn't like that. And I think that was the first time that I realized, like, your reveal and then your release are two different things. Like, mm. I was revealing, like, early on, I was like, yeah, this is going to be fine. Like, but I didn't work my plan in order for my release. It's like the iPhone. They revealed in January 2006, yeah. mm-hmm. but they didn't drop till 07. Yeah. They had a lot of time. See, I wasn't worried about time because I thought what I had was going to be fine. Mm. So 
it's just God's time is every. So now He sent me to serve people first, mm. so I can figure that part out. Don't let me preach too nah, much. He'll be nah, 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 dropping gems. Yeah. gems nah, that's a gem. I'm about to say, Chuck, can we put put him in E flat real quick. Right, right. I'm tune him up real quick. Now this it's real because I don't even realize that. When you when you partner with something, whether yeah. you invest in a business or you get a job or you or you attach yourself to something, it's important that you that your intentions are aligned with the brand, facts, mm. or, or with the company that you believe in, because it changes how people receive the product. Yeah, like the the love you're talking about, that's in Juice Bar. Yeah, it is. No, we, every time I walk, you go in. there every yeah. day. I, I go there. I tell you, I, I go there twice a day. Most most they days. They like the way you smell. Apparently, over there, Claude. <laughs> they do it's, love my my scent is is, is well known. What, what what the hell is it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she talked about it for a minute today, didn't she? <laughs> it's a mix of listen. My scent is a mix of of, of oils. Ah, essential oils. Es- essential oils, and. Uh, well, ain't nothing but some juke, boy. In my own Jamaican flavor, you know what I'm saying? So I can go to more than locations than yeah. just the one. See, I was just yeah. limiting myself because it's no, close no, to No, no, no. But nah. I mean, you can't limit yourself now because <laughs> that is our personal store. Gotcha. gotcha. But also with uh, Anna and Meg, is, they're just my, you know, there's some young ladies. Shout out to Anna and Meg, yeah. yeah what up, bro? Anna and Meg? I mean, awesome. I, like I told y'all, I mean, I told y'all earlier, I'm going to let the world know. At, at 24, these two young ladies have saved up $20,000 mm. and decided they wanted to invest in something. Not in the stock market, they weren't, really, but they knew they were good at juice bars. So they were like, "Will you open a store?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's open a store." So open a store, they partnered in. So now they part owners, wow. but now they work there too. So it's just so now That's as so we cool, grow, man, they and grow. they're super cool. We so crazy. I got drip for sale. 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 Corlin, what you know about that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my jam. I love Plies. He, yeah, yeah. He need his own show. Yeah, for That's sure. For real. I, I follow Plies on, on Instagram. He knows reality Plies show, man. Yeah. I'm trying to see if he'll play Kirk Franklin in the movie. I, I, I I'm to, kidding. I, no, I was, I was about to say that. I want, I want to see a show with Plies and Kirk Franklin. That would be funny. That would be a great show. That would be a great odd couple. Yeah, I love Plies. Shout out to Plies. Yeah, That'd be a great show. Why y'all don't do show. it? Pliers. Make it happen, Pliers. Phil. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Come on, Phil. Come on, wizard. <laughs> the wizard. <laughs> Come on, wizard. Let's go. Make it happen. Crazy. Is yo, the juice bar on Carruthers plays the best music. Yeah. We got to keep our roots now. Yeah, man. Yeah, Your man. roots. The other, day, the other day, we were playing um, uh, Angie Stone. <laughs> no way. Uh, the song... Uh, written by Andrea Martin. I can't uh, eat. Wish I, I didn't miss you. I, I love that song. Man, that and I was in there. I didn't want to leave. Isn't it ironic? Ooh. All you gonna do is smoke chronic. I sure do. <laughs> right. In the background, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, shout out Andrea Martin, who was yeah. signed to Aris the record yeah. in the mm-hmm. mid '90s. Yeah, and also let me return the favor, please. Produced yeah, by Rodney Jerkins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and also wrote Before You Walk Out of My Life. Yeah. For Monica. Monica. And I love me some him for Tony Braxton. And yeah. and uh What's It Gonna Be? It sure did. Involved. Yeah. yeah, man. Andrea. Great writer, man. That's the kind of greatness that's playing in Juice Bar, Cortland. Oh, yeah. You don't even know. Yes. We be thinking all this shit when we're standing in line trying to order our juice. We're like, wow, Andrea Martin, what's going on with her? Man, why I love you so much, Monica. I go down a whole rabbit hole. See, when I'm in there, I hear Khalid. I love it, though. I'm- you hear Khalid? Yeah. Juice Bar. Can we just go? Can we just go? Khalid is a vibe. I like yeah, that. I, I, yeah. I like that song. They be playing this at the NBA games. Yeah, so the whole Free Spirit record is dope. Talk? Yeah. Talk. So you, you you recommend the whole album? The whole album. All right. Timon says listen to the whole album. Come on. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Talk about where we're going. Yo, this nigga Khalid is doing stadiums now, man. Stadiums. Yeah. You know, so arenas and stadiums. That's crazy. Crazy. Yo, Cortland, what's a song that was surprises that's on your playlist? That's in your music library, period. Yo, uh, it'd be some country. Really? Be, yeah, country. You know, Jimmy Allen. I got to support my dog. Kane Brown. Jimmy. Uh, even throwback country. Uh, Sugar Land was the first country song that I really heard. I was getting my teeth clean, but I was on gas. <laughs> and and, and I, I, I love this song. Jennifer Nettles had made a video, and she was crying in the video. And I could just feel it. I was like, I like country. What yeah. song was that? Stay. Now been laying here praying, praying she won't come. What do I have to do to make you see? She can't love you like me. Why don't you stay? I'm down on my Wow. I've never heard this song before. Me neither. The video. I got to see the video. Man, Man. Cortland School is right here. That's Sugarland. Stay. That's the vibe. The softer side of Cortland, y'all. Yes. <laughs> we sound crazy. Gator belts and patty melts and Monte Carlos and El Dorado. So I'm waking up out of my slumber, feeling like Rollo. So follow. It's showtime at the Apollo minus the Kiki Shepherd. What about a hoe? Shout out to Kiki Shepherd. Shout out to Kiki Shepherd. It's showtime at the Apollo, baby. Yo, so that that's my vibe. We've been doing a lot of Georgia music today. You're welcome, Tomorrow. Hey. You feeling good, Bacon? Yes. That's I'm actually glad you brought that up because the debate that everyone's been having is this top 50 hip-hop list. Didn't Andre come in number 17? Something crazy like that. What list is this we talking about? You haven't heard about this yet, Phil? No, I haven't heard hip-hop. All right, so I I'm, know Joe Budden came in at number three. I don't know who I don't know who invented this list, but but someone's talking about the 50 greatest rappers, right? And I don't know. We definitely don't have time to go through the whole list. I see Jay-Z at number one. Yeah. Nas, number two. Joe Button. That's what I said. <laughs> and that's <laughs> where the list goes haywire, right there. They trolling. <laughs> Corlin said they trolling. Yeah, they trolling. Number four, Styles P. Yeah. No, Not Jadakiss, but Styles P. <laughs> they trolling. Yeah. What, that's, we, that's, what that's, are we talking about? Who did yeah, this? They this have is to be trolling. Yeah, like. They got Biggie at number eight, bro. <laughs> Behind Black Thought, Fabulous, <laughs> J.D. Kiss, P, and Joe Button. I want them. <laughs> is Soldier Boy on there? At so- this kind of list, he might be on it because this is some crazy shit. But they got Wayne, KRS One. Where is, K- where is he at? KRS One is probably nowhere on that list. I don't know what? List. He's on the list, my dude. Yeah, I'm no, saying. he's on the list. They he's got Pocket 15. Yo, Corlin, he's on. KRS One is not on this list. 
we can we can confirm this list is some bullshit, right? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. bullshit. But, but why don't we do? Our so own... let, let's do our own damn. Let's just do a top five. So, yo, top five hip hop albums of all time. Top five, Cortland, you the special guest for the week. Yeah, top five yeah, yeah. hip hop albums. Uh, Doctor Dre, Chronic. Ooh, mm. is number one. Gin and Juice. Uh, four forty four by Jay Z. Uh, that was from top to yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wrote that. I can keep letting that ride. Uh, yep. Carter three. Lil Wayne, just cause I love Lil Wayne, and uh, it's gotta be something by Drake. Take care, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take care. I like it, Timon. Okay, my top five: um, Outcast, Speaker Box, The Love Below. Yeah. Uh, Biggie, Ready, Ready to Die. Uh, Jay Z, Blueprint, the first one. Jay Z, Black Album, and Nas, It Was Written. Solid. Damn. Very solid. Very solid. Fillionaire. I got us kick it off with the Notorious B.I.G., mm-hmm. Ready to Die, classic, and Life After Death. Uh, but that's my one. Uh, Tupac, All Eyes on Me. <sighs> Dr. Dre, The Chronic. Me and Cortland on the same page yeah. there. Uh, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. Mm. And I got to add a, a sixth one. I know we said five, but I'm making my own rules. So now it's automatic. <laughs> oh, you're, that's your honorable mention? Yeah. No, I'm not saying I'm just saying those are my six. Those are your six. I'm not going five. <laughs> it's always somebody that gotta break the rules. You know what I'm saying? But you got Claude. Top five, reasonable doubt, Jay-Z. Ready to die, Biggie, for sure. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. <sighs> Kanye. The score. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fuji's. Yeah. Something with Wu-Tang. I just am not sure which album. But Wu-Tang, man. The saga continues. The saga Wu-Tang, continues. Wu-Tang. The saga <laughs> continues. Exactly. The saga continues. Chuck, so what got, say you, brother? I got uh, Nelly Country Grammar. He put mm. St. Louis on the map, my hometown. I got Outkast, ATLians. Mm, that's a good one. I got Ludacris Chicken and Beer. Luda! I got Missy Elliott. Super duper oh, fun. Missy. Damn. Shout out to Missy Timbo. I forgot Missy. I want to do over. <laughs> and I got Kanye, 808s, and Heartbreaks. Mm. Mm. What's your favorite song from 808s and Heartbreaks? Because that's that whole album was a uh, vibe. Which vibe. one was that? I'm not loving you. Mm. 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 Love Lockdown. Love Lockdown. Innovation. Yeah. I'm not loving you way I wanted to. What I had to do, had to run from you. I'm in love with you, but the vibe is wrong. Crazy. Yo, Corlin, what's on your playlist these days? About what to ask what the you knew? What you knew? What's on the new side of the playlist? Man, right. Play- seasons. Seasons. Mm. It's been a little cold and not outside. Switch up the wardrobe Gotta be dressed for the ride Got hit with a winter breeze I know we like to act tough What we doing for Be careful with energy No need to be so cold I wanna be more Oh, someone's calling Is it black? It I like think it's black, black. You, you the aficionado I think it's black <laughs> For the longest time, I thought it was six lakh, and then he was on um, Sway in the Morning, and it's black. So you're black. 
Okay. Yeah, featuring Khalid Seasons. So that's on Cortland's playlist. All right, I'm, I'll share one. I'll go. It's a billionaire. Actually, uh, Marquise. Marquise said, uh, uh, shout out to Marquise. Hey. Yeah, Marquise put me on. He's always put me on to the new new first. It's this artist. Was it Brent Fires? Let's go uh, make love. It's a dope little R&B joint. You stopped acting like you can. No, My money long. Yeah, shout out Brent Fires, make love. So I've been checking out this. That Wait, so, what's his name again? Brent Fires. What about you, Chucky? What you listening to? Um, Bruh. It's not on actually on my playlist, but I was listening to the radio the other day and I heard um, PJ Morton and jo- JoJo on the radio say mm. so. I heard it too. And it was That's crazy. A great record. So if you love me, just say so. Cause I can't play these games with you no more. Love that record. Me too. Shout out to PJ Morton, our brother from New Orleans. We know what's on Claude's playlist, so let's just skip to it, man. Just, just skip to it. <laughs> let's just skip to the joint. Man. Thank you. He's, he's had it on repeat for weeks now. I'm going to drop it low. Come on, man. Drop it low for Jesus. It's a hit, though. You got to be kidding me. Keep the Lord in mind. When you dirty one. I have heard it all, people. I can't even let it go. Just drop it low for Jesus. Drop that's it low for shit. Jesus. Though. That's my shit. Whoa, and see the fact that you can say that. See what what is it? What category is this? What genre is this? I don't even know. Gospel trap. Drop it low for Jesus. Yeah. So so here's the thing, it's actually from a TV show called Show. I think we went too far. No, nah, it's from it's actually the thing is it's it's actually from a spoof TV show called Show Sherman Showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the show. It's actually funny. But um, the video itself went viral online. I think people took it as like a real gospel entry. But I think it's funny as hell. It is funny. It's catchy too. When is Louis Louis Short going in to do a duet? No, we're not doing. that. I didn't say that. Oh, I just said that. Oh. I, I said it's catchy, <laughs> and I feel like you, I feel like with you, with the signing power you have, <laughs> you sound crazy. That's what we, <laughs> we sound crazy. And that's when the power went out. Yes, the storm was so bad here in Nashville that the power went completely out. We had to pack up everything and call it quits. We weren't sure if we could get Cortland Finnegan back, but the co-hosts got together on a special Saturday to record this. Yo, so the power went out here at the Weirdo Workshop. Unbelievable. Because y'all wasn't here dropping the loaf of Jesus. That's, That's why. why. That's why they were dropping the loaf of Jesus tomorrow. But see, we saved sanctified and holy on this side <laughs> of the room. Uh, but no, seriously, we came back through over the weekend. We hoping mm-hmm. Cortland Finnegan comes back next week. We don't know if he's around. <laughs> but the reality is, yo, our brothers Chuck and Claude finally invited us to a private listening session tomorrow. I'm, I'm so honored. So honored, right? So honored. Finally, because we always yeah. hear about it after the fact. Right. So we actually got it this time. So we heard this amazing new project. The album, the full length, the masterpiece that we heard is incredible. I mean, it's it's... It's just one of those albums where it's so different and it's to me it's gonna cut through. Like it's gonna cut through all the bullshit that's on the radio right now. Cause it's a lot. Um, 
I mean, it's it's like, where in the hell are you guys living when you're recording this album? Um, I think like the single is 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 dope, and I and and this is what I want to ask you guys. Like, I've seen a lot of the posts on the Lewis York page on the Instagram, like a lot of the influences for the album for this particular single. Don't you forget? Um, What's it called? Don't you forget? Don't you forget? I just yeah. want to make sure the people hear. Don't you forget? Yeah. Don't you forget is the yeah. name of the single so, coming out this Friday, by the way. Eight twenty three. So considering all of the posts that you've made on, on IG about the influences for the record, like this particular song, who were the influences? What song, what album, like where, where did the influences come for this record? So when we first started, we gave ourselves the name Two Man, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. And so Don't You Forget is us claiming that musically, like, yo, we the two man, Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that was our main influence for that one. Like literally that, I wanted to capture that barbecue feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At the barbecue with the big beans. Barbecue feeling. You know what I'm saying? Barbecue. So, earth, wind, and fire all day. And I was going to say, for me with the vocal arrangement and stuff, um, the song, I, I think, it, the, the lyrics speak for themselves, mm-hmm. but the arrangement on top of earth, wind, and fire, because that is the main influence, was... um. You know, we, we try to we try to keep people guessing and, and shift and do crazy things in the mm-hmm. song. So, like, in my mind, I'm hearing the best of what Jimmy Jam and Taylor did with Janet Jackson over Earth, Wind and Fire, over um, there's a whole break that that's just songs in the key of life crazy. Mm-hmm. And then it ends and it just feels like an Earth, Wind and Fire celebration. In my mind, it's, it's, there's that many layers happening all the way through. So it's Janet and Earth, Wind and Fire and... Um, Stevie and uh, yeah just I mean other little things too but that's to me like the heart and soul of what the record is all icons all legends all people that change yeah. our lives musically we're going for the gold on this going one. for the going gold. for the gold and going oh, for the yeah. gold and it feels so intentional like when I was hearing the record I felt like they were so in, like even with the, the the backgrounds and just how you how Claude enunciated the words and yeah. everything just felt so intentional and it was just like you guys placed everything in the right place like the the, the hook is so memorable and mm. it's 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 ready to me is ready to go for radio like in my 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 label voice but uh <laughs> well, well, well at this point we're gonna say forget radio we got it here first yeah 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 Uh-oh. we sound crazy podcast we're gonna drop one of clues bombs Guru's gonna put this in there. I hear clue bombs. I hear I hear flex sirens. I hear it all right now. World premiere. I say world premiere available on all streaming platforms this yes. Friday, August 23rd. The new one from Lewis York. Don't you don't, forget. Don't you forget. You heard it here first. We sound crazy podcast. Let's go.
Talk about the cover for a minute for, for the single. Yeah, man. Because y'all gonna see it on Friday. The Don't You Forget single. Okay, walk me through because it's so okay iconic. So, it's so... There's several parts to this, but first of all, everything that you see for uh Lewis York is in-house for Weirdo Workshop, which is our company. So that single was actually all the artwork was filmed at the workshop. Carly Haggerty, who is our crazy bonkers art director, she she basically made it. Is but Carly it, the one who did We Sound Crazy artwork? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Carly. Shout Thank out you. to Carly. Shout out to Carly. Shout out. So she's the one who did this cover. We did. Yeah. We did a whole. We did a whole. We do many photo shoots at the workshop, both us and the Shindellas. But we did a photo shoot here a couple of weeks ago, and she 
always just takes what you think is done and makes magic out of it. Yeah. And so that's actually built off of a photo shoot we did at the workshop. Yeah, and, and her idea was to make us statues because the song is called Don't You Forget. Forget. Mm. So he, she actually made us like these statues. To me, we knew it was right right away because the cover is so striking. Yeah. It feels um, it feels like something you, have, you can't take your eyes off of. And that's what we want people to also do with the song is not take their ears off of it. So it just all goes together really well. Brothers, I thank y'all. We got the world premiere, new single, Don't You Forget, on everywhere, Apple, On Spotify. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, Everywhere yeah. music yeah. is streamed. Yeah. So this Friday, August 23rd, we're going to have a special episode where we preview Lewis York's new masterpiece. Definitely. How I keep saying masterpiece, it just feels appropriate. I'll yeah. take it. Because that's, that's what I consider it, Simone. Mm-hmm. Like when we were listening, it's, so it's Phil, amazing. Phil the tough critic, so if he says masterpiece, believe him. Crazy! Hope you enjoyed that exclusive We Sound Crazy premiere. Good news, we were able to get Corlin Finnegan back in the studio to continue the conversation. So here's part two of our conversation with the Corlin Finnegan. Yo, so what the world just happened? The power went out last <laughs> week. Yeah, man. We're in the middle of a great conversation with our brother Cortland Finnegan, who's sitting right here in the building, Weirdo Workshop, and yes. the power goes out. See, I told you I was about. Drop yeah, it low for drop Jesus. Low for Jesus. Drop That's what it, it, it was. See, yeah, no, no, no. So don't play with him. <laughs> don't even, don't even sing that yeah, song. Don't That's play with him. That's what got us in trouble. That song is banned right. from We Sound Great. Okay. <laughs> don't play with God. No, no, right, no. My bad, my bad, my bad. Y'all already played Yolanda and Nick's Stallion <laughs> last week. <laughs> Back to back. God's not pleased. He's not pleased right now. No, we're gonna rectify it with a positive conversation. Yes. No. Yeah, but Cortland, you were you were talking about just so many great dropping so many gems and. Growing up in a single parent household, I was, a, I'm a product of a single parent household, but talk a little bit more, man. Just that was, it was a lot of wisdom, man, as the yeah, power man. went out. Man, uh, <laughs> when I think back, just the sacrifice that, you know, single moms or even single parents make, mm. um, you, you don't appreciate it until you have your own kids or you're on your own to realize just how much they instilled in you, mm-hmm. the work ethic, the, the, you know, the need. I mean, <laughs> she was just selfless and that's, Humility, I think, is the greatest thing I took from her. Mm. Um, man, just it's not thinking of yourself less; it's just thinking of yourself less. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. you, it, for people. <laughs> wait, stop. No, wait, no, you gotta say on. that again. You know like, <laughs> repeat that. You know, come on, man. Yourself less. Yeah, it's thinking of yourself less. Wow, um, that's good. You know that's what I'm great. saying? And that's humility. And I think that's the biggest thing she instilled on me because I, I just want to like love people. I, I know it's hard to kind of. Put that into words because there's so right. much going negativity in the world. But I think if one thing she could have taught me in any situation, don't be stuck in that moment. Mm. Try to look into that, you know, that person's, I guess, heart, soul, whatever they're experiencing and try to put yourself in their shoes. Mm. And so you can figure it out because a lot of times I don't know, I'm going I'm to I'm kind of move forward here. But friendship, this, this is one thing I could tell you to harp on. We spend so much time on relationships and friendships like years. Mm. Right. And why is it a, a, it takes one bad thing for a relationship or friendship to end? Mm. You put I, so much thinking, time in this. I've been I, thinking the same thing. It's it's so unfortunate. It really you put so much like, and so I, I try my best now. Every relationship and friendship I have moving forward, mm. let me make, let me mean something. Absolutely. I, I just because now you get the privilege to do that. That's and awesome, so, man. I mean, we have a bunch of like single parent experiences here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, absolutely. Yep. Yo, man, I am grateful. To be sitting here in this couch with y'all, man. Like, mm. uh, I, my mother worked three jobs. 
three jobs. Yeah. Put me through private school up until eighth grade and I was just a knucklehead and I just, you know, I do. I think I, I was. I'm owning it and I know I'm going to get it in payback with my kids. So yep. I'm like, it's, it's all good. <laughs> sure. but, but no, it's, uh, I'm grateful, man. Like, and again, my dad is, he ain't dead or nothing. He back in my life now, but it just, it was an interesting journey. Mm. You know, you, you need to be more than a child support check every two weeks. Right. Yeah. So, man. you know, That's shout crazy. out to my dad. We good now. We had to clear the air and just really... Come it and you know I just had to let it go. I had to release that from me and counseling wow. and just mm. talking it through. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in years yeah. I've been in counseling. This this crazy nigga y'all looking at y'all know. Come <laughs> on, man. I got to unpack some of this stuff, man. <laughs> let's yeah, let's yeah. just say officially that for those who doubt it, counseling is not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Nah, I've yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, done it. Me no. too. I've, I've been to I've been to counseling is why I got a dog. Yeah. Counseling is why I got a depression. Yeah. Counseling is why I moved yeah. to Nashville. Absolutely. Yep. And you move next door to me, so what happens? That's, that's, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. And that but, fucked it all up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, I just want to shout out my mom. And I love my mom and just I'm grateful for her because she believed in me um, early on. I was who 12-year-old intern, then 15, and she let me on the road, 15 years old, traveling yeah, with Biggie and Puffy and all these guys at 15. That's rare. That's a my crazy mom, story. So I just thank her because she saw it early on. I didn't yeah. even see it. I'm just mm. flowing. Yeah. I didn't get it. Like, But she, she trusted me and... I learned some valuable lessons, but I love her and I celebrate her. But I just, she sacrificed quite a bit for me. So that's why it's now to actually be able to provide and do some great things, man, it's, it's pretty, pretty special and rewarding. Yeah. Shout yeah, out man. to strong ass black women. Yeah. Shout out to strong ass black, yo, my, Caucasian too. <laughs> well, Caucasian, yeah. He's exactly Caucasian. No, to me, to me, the thing is beyond race, there's just nothing more powerful than moms, their prayers, their love. Mm. Their support. There's just nothing to me more pure, more powerful. I get on my nerves. (laughs) (laughs) I can get up like this, man. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, man. Come on, don't cry over here to my left. I can't. I can never make it through this song. Really? Yeah. It's boys and men. Shout out to my mom. She just had surgery the other day and she's doing well. And so praise God. Anytime your mom go under the knife, no matter what it's for, like it's just like scary. Yeah. It's scary as hell. You know, we was in LA and I was just scared out of my mind. So shout out to my mom. She's a strong one. Crazy. Let me ask y'all this question just about, about moms. This this has been a pet peeve of mine. So having the opportunity to say this is actually exciting to me. Nothing pisses me off more, right? Than people acting like coming from a single parent means that you are like disabled because because for me personally i got all the love i needed like my mom was so just right. like you said feeling when you said calling yeah. it's just like when moms are that thorough i yeah. always say that you you can't miss what you don't know right mm-hmm. that's true you can't miss what you don't know and so it's always been like a, a frustrating thing for me when people are on the news on these talk shows and in church 
act like and somehow you're you're like lesser than or you're yeah. you're, you're you're behind in the race because I never felt that way. I mama put worked several jobs and put me through private school yeah. and was super supportive of my dreams and is super supportive of my dreams now. Like this crazy stuff like pop up at my she popped my mom popped up at our show in DC. Yeah, just cause, cause she's want to say like I, I love what y'all are doing, mm-hmm. but I'm just curious enough y'all felt the same way about it. Cause, I mean, y'all feel that way? For for me, I grew up, well, even more so now. Like I, I feel like it was best that my mom and dad weren't together mm. because, um, you know, unfortunately, my dad was taking the family through some bullshit, mm. and it was best that my mom just kind of took us and put us in a different environment so that we could have the upbringing that we eventually had. Yeah. Um, we saw some things that young kids probably shouldn't have seen, but I think that gave me all the ammunition. And I told myself, I remember telling myself in like fifth or sixth grade, like, I'm not going to be like him because mm-hmm. everybody always mm-hmm. said, yeah. you know, you look just like him and, you know, you just like your That's dad, and you, you know, you walk just like him and all this other stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to be like that. And, you mm-hmm. know, I don't I I respect him. And the Bible says, you know, res- honor that I'm, you know, under your mother and your father, you know, and much like yourself feel like I'm, st- I'm I'm working to get to a better place with my dad. But we're two totally different people. See, mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I, I felt like not having my dad and everyone has a different experience. Yeah. But I felt like not having my dad and having a mother that I love so much. <laughs> actually taught me how to treat women because yeah. I felt mm. like if you couldn't treat that right, yeah. I'm doing the opposite of whatever exactly. the hell yeah, you're right. doing. Yeah, you're yeah. tripping. And I don't know my father at all at all. I never oh, wow. met him. So My dad had listened to the podcast. So I'm, oh. I'm, I'm definitely, I didn't talk to him. But see, here's the thing about me. Mm. I dress it head on. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. my honest yeah, conversation. True. So dad, I love you. I, I celebrate you, but you already know what it is. <laughs> but I love you, man. You know what I mean? That's my guy. He, he sends me the craziest text messages on a daily, but I understand the the storm he was in. And, yeah. and, and, and so all of our, you know, fathers could have been in the storm and everybody handles the storm differently. Yeah. I'm yeah, just glad sure. and grateful to right. still have him in my life right now because I, I held so much resentment mm. and hate even, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, towards him. And that's not, that's not healthy. Yeah. And, and isn't it that the older you get, not that you would make the same decisions, but the older I I get in the more I understand life. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. This thing is crazy. Life is hard. Yeah. yeah. Decisions ain't easy. Corlin, did you know your dad? I didn't. You know, and I finally met him as I got in the league. You know how that goes. You heard this story yeah, so yeah, many yeah. times. And I think the biggest thing I took from him and him not being in my life was like, I didn't have a father, so I don't have a something to look at. So when I became mm. a father, it's like, well, how do I do this? And it's mm. like, just be the best version of myself yeah. for my child. Right. And so I think the blessing was not having a father is that it, it strives for me to be a better father. Like, I just, I want to be like, where like my kids, when they're not around, like, man, I love my daddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or when they, you know, when they, someone talks about you when you're not around, like that, that's, yeah. that's love. And so right. I want, I think the biggest thing is like, he encouraged me, like, I know that sounds crazy, like to be a wonderful father. Cause mm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what that looked like. Yeah. So we got to show them as living, breathing examples. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It ain't ideal, but it's okay. We yeah. made it. It's we are five little, living five. testimonies. Five yeah. of us. Five, right? Isn't that now. crazy? Five, five living testimonies of strong mothers, of a lot of what I, what I heard from everyone was forgiveness. Yeah. With yeah. a lot of growing and learning and forgiving Absolutely. because, you know, we're not perfect. Mm. And that's where, that's where like the, 
the improvement comes so you don't yeah. do the same thing that your parents did and that your grandparents did. Yeah. <sighs> My whole goal in life besides like you know, you have you have like the material goals like I want this much money, I want people to love me this way, I want to be I want to get this award, I want to be famous for this. But besides all that stuff, to me it goes back to legacy. And it's a big deal to me to break the generational curses. Yeah. And mm. that's a big generational curse for me. Is fatherhood and who was there and who wasn't. And I come from a family that's mostly matriarchal it's, it's a lot of powerful women yeah so just being better from the bad i've seen and the good i've seen is a is like actually my life goal shout out agree. shout out to learning from other people's mistakes yeah for shout real. out to learn yeah. other people's mistakes mm-hmm. that's real because the lessons are in that stuff it's not just yeah. when you win and it's all happy go lucky it's true I'm just so happy, like, they made it through the storm, and I actually won an Irby Award. <laughs> <laughs> like, through it all. Through the storm. Through it all. In the <laughs> midst of it all. <laughs> hey, Sister Yolanda. Yolanda. Hi, Yolanda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, that's so good to be here. Okay, if, if I were to choose a song to dedicate, this is so hood, and it's not even actually anything close to what my childhood was like, but when I was a kid, I don't know why I related so hard to Tupac, Dear Mama. There's no way I can pay you back But the plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it Don't you know Dear mama Shout out to Tupac, rest in peace, man. Shout out to all yeah. the mama's boys in the world. Yeah, yeah. We, but mama's boys. We gonna, we gonna change a bit. Y'all, I'm over here like I'm a tissue box. <laughs> <I'm about> <laughs> y'all niggas got me Carl Thomas emotional on this side of Crazy. Yo, guys, what's up, man? We got to do a round of Keep a Kill. Let's go what's around Keep a Kill. Yes, we got, I guess, Cortland Finnegan in the building hanging with us crazy niggas. So we got to... <laughs> what, what would it be without a nice round of Keep a Kill? Cortland, so Keep a Kill, it's a game we play. We run down two names. You pick... You don't have to kill nobody, literally. Right, right, right. But you can just say, okay, this is my favorite out of the two. Okay. Yeah. All right? You ready? So I'm, I'm going to drop a few different scenarios, all different walks of life. We're going to kick it off like this. LeBron James or Michael Jordan? <laughs> ah, LeBron James. Mm. Keep. LeBron James. Keep LeBron King James. James. King James. The King over MJ. Yeah. Wow. Speaking wow. of MJ, Michael Jackson or Prince? Prince. My wait, brother. wait. Yeah, yeah. He's my brother. Wait. I'm a fist bump. That's my wait, guy. Hold on. You're That's, keeping Prince? Prince. Okay. Keeping Prince, baby. This, this, is, why awesome. I, this is why I like... Cortland's my guy. <laughs> this is my brother. This is why. I told him. Okay. Uh, uh, cash money or no limit records? Cash money records. Whoa. Wow. Oh, you didn't even have to think about it. No. All right. Jermaine Dupree or Puff Daddy? As an artist? However you, however however you, you want to quantify it. Sarah, I love Sarah. I love Siri. <laughs> I got Siri. to go. I, I love Siri. I got to go Puff. Siri. Siri. I got to go Puff. All right. Criss Cross or B2K? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. Crisscross. Give me crisscross. Keep you it crisscross. They had a light-skinned brother in there. You always got a Chris. <laughs> Come on, man. Cats still cut their eyebrows to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris. Okay, I just want y'all to know that. Jay-Z or Kanye West? Yeah. You know what? Kanye. Mm. And I ain't talking about rapper. I just, Kanye. His movements, what he's done. Is, man. You can't just keep a kill. Dang us. Tough one, right? Kanye. 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 Stand by Kanye. Drake or Lil Wayne? Can't do that. You can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go Wayne. I got to go Wayne. Yeah. Speaking of, you you played on a few different teams. So Tennessee or New Orleans? Never knew. You know what? Tennessee all day. Tennessee. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Keep it answer. Yes. Jimmy Allen or Lil Nas X? 
You gotta go with my boy Jimmy, man. Jimmy, Jimmy, man. Jimmy. shout out Jimmy, 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 man. Jimmy knows right. music. The boy gave his shirt off his back the other day. Said right, he right. You saw that? Off. He said he couldn't take his jeans off. Them boy wet. But <laughs> <laughs> he got a yeast infection. <laughs> Rihanna or Beyonce? Riri, all day. Wow. Yo, you see how fast Ree. he is? He, he knows himself, play. man. He knows his he shit. Knows. He's self-aware. NFL or NBA? <sighs> NBA. Really? Really? Ooh. Them boys, we got that bag over there. <laughs> 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 what? NBA. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Hip hop yeah. or country? Hip hop. Hip hop all day. And last but definitely not least, Juice Bar or Jamba Juice? <laughs> Smoothie King. <laughs> you sound crazy. You sound totally crazy. Totally Juice bar all day. You know it. Juice bar. Dude, shout out Juice bar day. all day. Hold on. Can we shout out Tabitha real fast? Yes. Because yes. Tabitha is our girl yeah, at yeah. Juice Bar. Shout out Tabitha. We love Tabitha, man. Tabitha shows me love every time I'm in there, and she just. She just celebrates me and I celebrate her back. So and shout she, out to you, and, and her personality in there makes that juice bar what yeah. it is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She really is special. Crazy. Guys, the NFL has partnered with Jay-Z mm. and Rock Nation, according to the New York Times. Uh, the partnership deal will reportedly find Jay-Z and The Rock in the role of NFL's brand new, quote unquote, live music entertainment strategist. So um, Hove, apparently Hove will consult with the NFL on entertainment around the league, including producing its famed Super Bowl halftime show, which has been seen by a number of artists. And I think Hove turned it down a few years ago. Yeah. Um, Rock Nation will also be a part of the NFL's social justice campaign by contributing to the league's Inspire Change initiative. So I've just been seeing some online chatter like, yo, Jay partnered with the NFL and how y'all feel about it? I mean, I see it from a, I see the progress that Jay is wanting to make and just say, you know what, you got to have a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. So I understand it from that point of view. Um, I'm just going to leave it right there and put it on the table for discussion. Shout out to Mr. Carter and Mrs. Carter (laughs) (laughs) and my folks. So I just want, but again, but I understand what he's wanting to accomplish, but I'm seeing conflicting views on social, you know, back, little backlash um, because he did turn down or did not want to participate in previous years. I know Beyonce did it some years ago when she performed formation uh, with the whole black Panther setup uh, on halftime with Bruno (laughs) and uh, Coldplay. But I don't, I mean, what what do y'all think? Jay-Z partnered with the NFL. Like, is this, what do y'all feel? Mm. I hate Mm. to sound like I'm straddling the fence, but I see both sides. Um, You're straddling the fence. I mean, hey, it is what it is. but I see what Jay-Z is trying to do, but I also see how it could be a slap in the face to everybody. Yeah. Um, because you, the song you just played, I mean, it's clear that he felt some type of way about, you know, how people ostracize black people and, and that kind of thing. But now you all of a sudden you're working, it's like, it's like you're working with the enemy. Um, mm. But don't you believe that in order to make truly have an impact on change and make a difference, you have to get in the building? Like, yeah, and that's and that's why I feel like I under I think part of me understands. Like, I think we've we haven't really seen all of what's going to happen with this whole thing. So I it for me, I'm just kind of sitting back and waiting to see what's going to happen. Mm. And I hope that him being a part of the fold now, or having a seat at the table, much like you just said will have will actually create change. 
What do you think, yeah. Cortland? I think it's better late than never. I think, you know, Kaepernick was three years ago. Mm. And so I think maybe for him, it was just, let me just sit back and see how everything unfolds. Like, how can I make the greatest impact? We talked about time a little bit earlier in the podcast. And sometimes that's really what it takes in order mm. to kind of figure out what strategies you want to use. But I really feel like it's headed in the right direction. Yeah. Um, you got to have, like, you got to have a seat at the table yeah. to, to, you know, to really make an impact. So I I totally agree. I'm 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 a firm believer of having a seat at the table is the only way you can you can get your voice heard. You know, I just for me I just hope that it doesn't negate what Kaepernick made. Yeah, and and I'm looking at J Cole has just uh, made a post. Uh, Thank you, Kaepernick. Uh, we ain't forgot. Tags the NFL and said let the man work. So J Cole just posted about this. Uh, He's yeah. a powerful voice in this too. Absolutely. Yeah. I think for me, I agree with. With all due respect to Kaepernick, because I think that like there's there should be all respect given to people that sacrifice for the for the greater good. Mm -hmm. and that's not easy to do. No hell, it's no. not easy no. to do. But I also feel like there's a glorification of things that may not be effective, but look good. Mm. <clears throat> I know we've all been active in some way or another, mm. and some of that stuff is you should be involved no matter what. But a lot of the stuff is pageantry. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> and it's to be seen on social media and it's to look like you're involved. Right. And there's what's looking like it's doing something and there's actually doing something. Mm. And I think if what Jay-Z is doing, he has the access that most of us don't have to a, a level of the NFL that most of us, whether you're in the NFL or you're outside judging it and watching it and paying money to watch mm. it, we don't have that access. Right. So if he has the access to go in there and control how we're respected, how we're hired, how much we're paid, how we're viewed, how the players are viewed, how they're paid, how they're respected, how they're treated mentally, physically, and emotionally, then we also know there's, we, we do need representation in there. Yeah. So at some point we can't be begging and choosy about us finally getting in the door and having that representation. And yeah. overall, if you look at it, Jay-Z is, he's been a great, advocate overall so that's what I was beyond the emotional reaction to what's happening immediately if we just take a step back and think about what could happen in the next year two years three years for the halftime show right. for everything involved i think there's you have to give him some credit for the fact that he's done good for his community that's before. what i was about to say like if you look at it from the standpoint of this is a part of a whole thing that he's doing. Like even that song that you played, yeah. he was he was literally educating us on some shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He was saying some shit to our community. So that that lets me know that his heart is in the right place and 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 he's really thinking about the the overall good of our people. And if that kind of person has a seat at the table, we can actually do more good than to be a leader and, doesn't uh, mean that just your followers are always going to like what you do or yeah. you understand what you're doing yeah. at the yeah. time. It means you have foresight and you're seeing things that maybe the general public is not seeing. Yeah. I don't know if y'all read Bob Lefset's column. Yeah, he's yeah. everyone reads Bob, Bob Lefset's column. Yeah. Well, well, clearly, everyone. I, I read it. I subscribe to it. His podcast is amazing. But he seems to have, a, I'll say, a different view mm. of Jay-Z's partnership with the NFL. What do you say? He, uh, Timon, do you want to... Read a few, at least a, a few sentences that gotta give a little bit overview. And again, for those that don't know, go check out Bob Lefsetz. It's online. You can Google it and it'll come up. But do a little overview. But he's not so, happy. So just a, an excerpt. This is about money and fame, folks. That's one thing the NFL's got, at least for now. Cash. Did you see what Roger Goodell makes? More than almost any musical performer. 
and other than taxes, is all net. There are no touring costs. They're picked up by the league. So Jay-Z refuses to do the Super Bowl in solidarity with Kaepernick, but now he's throwing in with the NFL, and that's... Oh, so yeah. at your leisure, make your own decision. But again, yeah. I understand the logic, and I think we've all expressed our point of views. But I definitely wanted to show um, some other opinions in the conversation. So yeah. there are opinions. There are for opinions sure, for sure. Mm. Yeah. What do y'all think? We sound crazy, listeners. We sound crazy. When the power went out in here, you know, a week ago, uh, Cortland, I, I just started turning on because if we was playing Drop It Low for Jesus early in the episode, which is <laughs> why the so, power went so, out. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna throw on some Kirk Franklin, little Fred Hammond. Cortland said, throw on this right here. That, put this on right here. He's trolling I, right now. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's trolling. No, but Carla, what was the song you told me to play, though? It was a blind young lady. I'm drawing a blank on her name. Jenny Owens with a G. So, Corlin, you, again, I'm just looking at the, the vast musical knowledge from Crucial Conflict right. <laughs> right. To, to Jenny Owens. I'm a heathen. I was a heathen at one point, too. A but but yeah. again, but I love the foul. I, I just want you to talk about a little bit about your faith. Because yeah. you are definitely a believer. You're a man of God. Just just share with the people, because again, you've done a lot and people see a lot. But what is the Faith, because again, I would never, I never heard of Jenny Owens, but I'm glad you put me on to her. So thank I think you. that was a good point. Like the first time I got to college, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like trying to figure out who I was, coming from a single parent. Now you're on your own. Now you get to commit. You make your own decisions and kind of figure that out. So Jenny Owens, I heard she was coming to the school. I was like, I'm gonna check her out. And so I got to escort her, and I was just hearing her story in her heart. Mm. And so I just wanted to resonate. I was like, man, the more and more I got around like good people. Mm. Are just people like that of influence. The more I, I wanted, I wanted more of that. Like I wanted, and the, and the one resounding thing that they kept talking about was like, man, I just I have a relationship with God. And I'm like, I didn't grow up, I didn't know nothing about that. So um, that year, I fast forward to we went to summer, we went to Beach Project in Panama City, and uh, we did beach evangelism. So, yo, <laughs> you want to talk about something that's just like is eye opening? Walk up to a drunk man and ask him, does he, does he want to talk about Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> man. But it was just opened me up for things and just to see what God was going to do in my life and then to fall down on my knees and kind of figure life out. Wow. And I, and I think he's the ultimate father. Like you you go back to like trying to be, if you could be more like Jesus, where you're going to be, a, you're going to be a great father. You're going to mm. figure that part out. Mm. And so I think not having it and then, as I'm growing up as a man, seeing my mom sacrifice, trying to make her proud. Mm. And then now my relationship with Jesus is one where I'm just trying to follow him. Like, Lord, just, you know, a day without Jesus, man, it's like a boast against God. I mean, like, you just got to spend time. The only thing we can really give him is worship. And that's yeah. just love. Yeah. And um, that's just what I, I mean. Like, I just want to be a better human being, like, for my kids. Like, because I didn't have that role model. Mm -hmm. yeah. But God now is my role model and all that. So it's like, I got to be better. Like Amazing. for my kids, for my for my wife, like it's just those things I cherish because God gave them to me. So it wasn't until, you know, you get to college and you realize, you know, who your tr true savior is and mm -hmm. things of that nature. And then, man, he's given me my, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't supposed to play ball, man. Uh, kids and 
I, like I said, I went from one extreme to the next. I went from not having nothing with a single parent mother to you talk about millions. You know, like that don't even like make sense. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's my kids don't ever have to like worry. They kids don't ever have to worry about like that's. I can't. I mean, man, that's that's blessed. Like that. <laughs> that's why. I like I gotta do so much for God. Like much is given, much is required. Like yeah. that's mm. facts. I believe that. To wow. Just, facts. To whom much is given, yeah. much is required. I that's heard that my whole life too. Crazy. <laughs> Flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. All my real music heads know who that is. Nina Simone. The one and only. The one and only. So I got a text earlier today from a friend to the show, Lettucey. A friend to the Lettucey. show. Yeah. Lettucey. We love Led. We love Lettucey. Shout out to Lettucey. So Lettucey is doing The Legend of a Little Girl Blue, mm. which is a musical journey into the lives of Nina Simone and Lettucey. Yeah. So this is going to be in Los Angeles in December. I'm planning to go support December 13th to the 22nd, directed by Greg Phil, produced by Billy Porter. Um, music director is Kim Burst. We all know Kim from the yeah, Destiny yeah. Shower. So, yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. uh, Lettucey's doing like this whole performance based on Nina Simone and her catalog. And she talked to me about it like about a year ago. Mm. And I'm just really, you know, very, very proud of her. And anything yeah. anything Lettucey's doing, you should go see because right. she's thorough as hell. I mean, she can sing. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all, y'all kind of know a little bit about Lettucey. Kind of know Lettucey yeah, a little so. bit. Yeah, but shout out to Lettucey. Definitely. We wanna, love Lettucey. Yeah, yeah, Nina Simone. Nina Simone yeah. and, and by the way Nina Simone needs as much love as possible so right. you should go see it for Let Us See and you should also go see it for Nina Simone Let Us See making moves you feel me making moves and before you go see that watch that Nina Simone documentary, documentary. On Netflix. Yeah. incredible and before you do that go listen to Let Us See Pieces of Me yep cause we produced and All wrote that. that y'all did what Pieces of Me baby yeah Okay, now I wasn't gonna do it. Y'all, y'all know I'm really just the nigga. I mean, Phil was like, "You had to, you had to big yourself up on the podcast." So I'm like, "Play my shit." Okay, <laughs> let's play it. The Grammy nominated pieces of me. Right. I love this song. A young Chuck harmony on piano. Come on, young Chuck. <laughs> Wrote this in L.A. Wrote this in L.A. Yeah, really fast too. Right, okay, I got questions. Let's ride it to it. I got questions. Let's do it. Juice bar. This is a juice bar jam right here. <laughs> so when you look at my face, you gotta know that I'm made of everything, love and pain. That's Lettuce, y'all listening to the Peace, one and only Pieces of Me. Written and produced by the one and only Chuck Harmony and Claude Kelly, a.k.a. Lewis York. So I like to do this every episode because people don't know the hits <laughs> right. these Negroes got that sit across me every week. And they so it's humble. that state like grits. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow. Hey, that's a, hey tomorrow. That's, what's in your cup? I love what's it. What's in your cup? Right, right. So, so yeah. pieces of me. Take me back. How did this all come about? How, like, you all, I mean... How, did you the song? I always ask: Was the song written prior to going in with Lettucey? What's the concept? Was this some true inspired shit from y'all? Like, yeah, that was our first time. Yo, that was the first time we we met her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, uh, her people reached out to our people, which is that happens all the time, and like we we should work together. And, and at that point, it, it made sense because we just she was at a place where she wanted a record that would 
take her farther on radio and take her farther in the mainstream. And she was definitely ready. She, I mean, she grinded and worked her way to that point. Wow. Um, hardworking artist, which is what all artists should aspire to be. Yeah. And be honest, like I write a lot of songs, but the idea was hers. Mm-hmm. Like she was, she was really adamant about, about saying, um, she's like, I want to claim my womanhood. I want to talk about that. There's more to me than just one side that people have known me for. I want to show that I'm, I can do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And I think she said like, I'm a woman, which is how the song ends. I'm a woman, I'm a woman. That's how the song ends. She said that literally, she's like, I'm a woman and I want to show all these parts of me all. These are just pieces of me. And then wow. I was like, cool, that's a great concept. Stop right there. And then Chuck Lilly started, he always does this. He plays some crazy piano melody and you're like, what the hell? And it's like some classic thing that you know is gonna be the, is gonna is gonna open the record and make it sound classic. So the beginning you played was him like, I'll have an idea. But y'all, y'all gotta know, listeners, we have a, literally several pianos in our vicinity. <laughs> several. Um, we have names for them. I don't want to let everything out, but I mean, yeah. there's names. But Chuck they're Harmony, named. Named. During, during our intermission, we'll hop on a piano at any given second and just, it's cold. Well, we got to share the behind the scenes one day. Just but, We might yeah. we might drop some piano skills yeah, next man. episode. It's just, but no, but that song, Pieces of Me, I love the song. I know for the 54th Annual Grammy Awards, it was nominated for Best R&B Song mm-hmm. and Best R&B Performance, which is- Should have won. Should have won. Should have won. She, as soon as we as soon as we heard it back, it wasn't mixed or anything. We're like, "This is gonna be your first single." She knew it too. Yeah, she knew it too. And after that, it was like off to the races. And we've had a great relationship ever since we did that. We did "I Blame You" for her, mm-hmm. um, for the next album. Oh, and are we dropping receipts right now? Dropping receipts. And you know, let us see. Let us let us see one of those artists that we. I'm, I'm gonna actually show a lot of love to because we give people hits sometimes and they don't come back. Mm. But let us see came back. And continues to come back, and we're working on some stuff now. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? There's something to loyalty, is all I'm saying. It's something to loyalty. When it's great, keep coming back. But uh, shout out to y'all. I just love the chemistry between Chuck, Claude, and Lettucey. A little bit of I Blame You. Can we play this tomorrow? Of course. We're taking over the show right now. We sound <laughs> crazy with Cortland Finnegan. Let's go. I think it's time for the Esther Roll Award. The Esther Roll Award. But Cortland is here. Yes. Cortland is here. Do you know what the Esther Roll Award Cortland is? Cortland Finnegan? Yeah, no. <laughs> Do you know the Esther Roll Award, brother? I don't. This is, I'm, I'm happy you don't because I get to explain it to you. <laughs> so, to your right is a man named Timon Bacon, Bacon. from Macon. He happens to be an Esther Roll stand. <laughs> I don't know Come about all that. Tomorrow, you know, you know, you know, this is not this is not your time to speak. <laughs> Damn. Let me narrate. Let me narrate. Let me let me tell the story. Timon loves Esther Roll. So while at his other job, he was playing naturally the Esther Roll recorded album, which is called Garden of My Mind. Well, Phil, who's an inquisitive mind, walked past and said, "What is this?" And Timon turned it up. <laughs> And this is what he heard. It's a different story. You see how <laughs> niggas exaggerate? <laughs> story get better. <laughs> right? <laughs> For all the wonderful things that have happened in my life, my life. I'd like to salute my, my elders with this song. <laughs> I 
So that's Esther Road. She was also the mother of Good Times. She She's the Florida. mother from yeah. Good Times. Damn, damn, damn. So the point of the story is, is that Esther Rowe was obviously an awesome actress. We know her from Florida, but she also had this amazing music career that Timon has put us onto. So we've created <laughs> Thank this, you, Timon. We've created this <laughs> You're war. streaming like crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's streaming. It's, 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 it's blowing up everywhere. But uh, we like to celebrate. We take it some time to nominate and vote for um, artists, celebrities. It could be athletes. Just anyone that's done amazing things that doesn't necessarily get the love they deserve. Mm. So they didn't get the awards. They didn't get the um, the time on TV or the, the speech. But they deserve to be recognized for their amazingness. Mm. Right. So the Esther Roll Award we give out every week to someone that we think is we vote. We all nominate and we vote. So right. let's do it. Well, I'm going to actually you set it off. I'm, I'm going to set it off. This billionaire, I'm going to set it off this week. I'm going to do an absentee vote for my homie Chris Ayers, who's a faithful listener. Yes. What's over, up, Chris? What's up, Chris? Over Universal Music Group. Chris. What up, buddy? Uh, so he gave me an absentee ballot and I'm going to use it. All okay. Right. Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Gary. Wait, what you talking about, Willis? Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. I love Gary Coleman. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. I love Gary yeah. Coleman. So shout out to Chris Harris. He gave me that recommendation. Yeah, I'm man, using that a, it. That's a good recommendation, Chris. What, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> now, Cortland could be any. It, 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 it could be anybody. Yeah. Ridiculous. Awesome. Music. Music. Sports. sports pop acting, culture. Yeah, politics. Yeah. It don't matter. You know what? Someone's been on my heart is Tabitha. I'm be completely honest wow. with you. Yeah. Tabitha from Juice <laughs> yeah, Bar. Tabitha yeah. from Juice Bar. She's been on my heart. Okay. We're going to nominate yeah. Tabitha for the Esther Roller Award. I like the idea of yeah, Tabitha. Man. A yeah. strong mother. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. I didn't a go strong. anything crazy after Gary Coleman. I didn't even follow up Gary Coleman. Come on, Fizz. All right. I like how you think. Timon, where you at? So, um, after listening to the Lettucey Records, and ironically, I've been listening to a lot of Whitney's last album, I Look To You, lately. Um, I think I'm going to nominate Lewis York for oh. the Esther Roll Award. Oh. Oh. Clutching my oh. award. What's happening right now? Only be <laughs> because I just I feel, feel like... So honored. I feel so honored. I ready. I feel like you guys, and this is not just because, you know, oh. y'all are my niggas, but... Wow. Like, y'all really don't get the credit y'all deserve. Wow. Like, like, y'all have really been doing this a long time. Like, I remember discovering y'all when I was in college, like 2007, 2008. Um, Mary J. Blige's Growing Pains, yeah. Work in Progress is one of my favorite deep Mary cuts. Thank you. And you um, know, Timono's a deep cut. I, you always, know a deep cut. I always felt like uh, For the Lover should have been the single instead of Million Dollar Bill on I Look to You. Oh, wow. Um, a Whitney cut. Yeah. And I just, I just feel like y'all are in the same length. In the same lane as the the L.A. Reads and Baby Faces and the Jimmy Jams and Terry Lewis is like y'all are our modern day y'all take that 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 throne right now, and so I don't think people really recognize the work that you guys have put in in the industry. So I nominate Lewis York. Damn, that's so wow. weird. Bit. Don't wow. nobody else say nothing. Okay, like, I'm, I'm about like, to nominate somebody yeah. racking and, and, shit. And you know what? <laughs> <win. laughs> and people who people who study music and and still read the credits because not a lot of people still do that shit anymore. Right. But people who read credits and and really dig into the music, they they know what's up. So yeah. man, that's yeah. real. Wow. I'm honored, Simone. Right. I've been oh. rendered speechless. <laughs> 
Well, I, I think we go to a vote at this point. I don't even want to. Are you going to get yourself? Here, so are you comfortable? No, I was, I was about to nominate my English teacher or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck her. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I want to win. Oh, oh, she's not listening. Oh, hey, man, let's go. I mean, I just think, I mean, here's the thing. Gary Coleman, Chris Ayers, we love you. Um, and Tabitha, we love yeah, Tabitha we, Juice yeah, Bar. Yeah, Tabitha. 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 Yeah, go on. I'm going to give, give Tabitha a hug tomorrow. Yeah. Tabitha, yeah. this is green. This is large green smoothie right here. <laughs> and no banana, <laughs> add mango. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but I, I got it. I think we unanimous, unanimously agree that this go, this week goes to, let me open up the envelope. Is there a drum roll? Okay, there's no drum roll. <laughs> Guru, is there a drum roll? Okay, we got one. Thank you, Chuck Armadale. <laughs> Louis York. Louis York. Oh yeah, man. man. Here you go. Here's your award. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm, yeah. I'm presenting. We're presenters. Like, please oh. pass it over. Oh. Please over. We don't get many awards. You know what, you know what I'm saying? saying? So like, this we is, get nominated a lot. This is awesome. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually. It sounds so cheesy to say this because everyone says this kind of stuff, but like, this actually means a lot. Yeah. It really does. Thank you. Because all of y'all here, all of y'all here are my homies. Yeah. So to get the appreciation from y'all means a super duper lot. Yeah. I pass the award to you, Chuck. Ditto. <laughs> Good toe, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I wanted to win an Esther role, you know what I'm saying? Because you it's, got it. It's prestigious, and I, I have it now. You know, I feel blessed. We sound crazy. Cortland Finnegan. Yeah, man. Man, the one and only. this has been a pleasure, bro. Yeah. 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 First of all, thank you for being patient with the power outage, uh, the Nashville storms coming back to do it twice. You or G. Yeah, you a G man, and just I learned a lot about you, man. Not only are you a great person, but an entrepreneur, but just a man of God and mm -hmm. faith and great yeah, father. NFL, NFL's in there, but that's just a, a one chapter in the book of Cortland Finnegan. Yeah, yeah man. And thank you, brother, for schooling us on some music, yeah. putting us up on some new things. Why, why you? Why you like? No, bro. Man. No, I'm, I'm not. Hold no, we learned it. No, give him the Petty Award. This no. year. <laughs> <laughs> the Petty Award. Yeah, y'all listen back to this episode. I'm not being petty. I typically am a, a guilty of being petty. Yeah. What I'm told. This is not but a this, petty moment. This is not one of the times. Yeah. I just want to celebrate this, brother. Everybody at Juice Bar, if y'all listening right now, we love y'all. Yeah. Yes. Um, I love the green smoothies though. Those are my favorite. Green smoothies and no banana. Add mango. <laughs> <laughs> The you need to call it the Phil smoothie. The Phil, the Phillionaire. The Phillionaire. The Phillionaire. No, but Cortland, thank you for hanging out with us, brother. Man, yeah, you welcome back any anytime. Anytime. I mean, thank y'all. It was fun. You a family, fun. dude. Yeah. So what we do, Cortland, at the end of every episode is we go out with a song. It could be anything. It's no. It could be any genre, any style, any vibe. Just something you feel like people should rock out to as they let the music fade. Give me Brown Sugar by D'Angelo. Ooh. Ooh. Give me that. Give me that. Brown sugar, D'Angelo, y'all. Till next time, man. Till next, next, next time. Next time. We, hey, next we sound crazy. Time. Shout out. Hold up, hold up. Before we sign off, I got to shout out our wonderful producer, yeah. engineer, entrepreneur. Just He just hold us down, and I annoyed the hell out of him these last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Guru. Guru. Mike I want to publicly thank you, man. Like yeah, you, patience, man. We couldn't do it without you. I mean that. Mike Unless, Avery. Mike, Mike Avery. Avery. Yeah, man. man. I'm just thank, thank y'all both, man. Y'all stay here long hours yeah. and chop this thing up and hold us down, and we don't take it for granted. So y'all yeah. better thank Mike Avery. And Mike Guru. Johnson. Mike Johnson, Guru. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we ain't got to give us government, do we? He, he needs the government out there, Okay, too. okay, well. Yeah. Shout That's his business name. Oh, his yeah. business. I'm sorry, yeah. Guru, aka Mike Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, y'all. Next week, Cortland, we going out with Brown Sugar. Yeah, Brown sugar. all Let's right, y'all.
about this girl, baby, I should. I met her in Philly, and her name was Brown. See, we be making love constantly. That's why my eyes are a shade. Blood burgundy. The way that we kiss is unlike any other way that I be kissing. When I'm kissing, what I'm missing, won't you listen? Brown sugar, babe. I guess high up your love. I don't know how to be. Brown sugar, babe. I guess high off of love, don't know how to behave.